Welcome to the Bedpost Podcast. I, of course, am your host, Aaron Pym, and what I like to do here on the pod is bring fun, sexy guests into the studio to talk about sex and sexuality with me. Today, I'm super excited. We kind of have a topic-based episode. I won't give it away until I introduce them, though, because, listen to this, today we have Piaf, foot fetish service provider. Hi, Piaf. Hi. How are you? I'm so good. Um, other than we were both talking about pre-recording, we're both getting over colds, yes. so you can hear it a bit, but... <laughs> we're going to sound gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, we're thriving, we're surviving. It's our sexy phone sex voice. It's fine. Yes. Yes. Oh, it cracks me up how often I hear people say, like, oh, I think you sound great. I'm just like, I'm dying, but thanks. <laughs> yeah, I'm in pain, but okay. <laughs> great. Yeah, yep. it's the lower register is uh, Yeah, they like activated. that husky thing going on. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So, yes, foot fetish service provider. So if yeah. people, you know, haven't realized yet, we're going to be talking about a lot about feet, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot about feet. We have other things to chat about as well, but... Yeah, I live in the foot world fairly often. Foot world. So um, maybe I'll just ask right off the bat, like, why feet? What interests you about feet? Why, why mainly feet? So <laughs> um, it's funny because I honestly had no had no interest in feet myself like I'm not personally turned on by feet I don't have a foot fetish myself they don't do anything for me um but I was aware that I have kind of especially nice feet I guess um Uh I saw pictures can't confirm (laughs) thank you um yeah I had a couple boyfriends in college that were obsessed with my feet and I think this was even like before I was aware of foot fetish like they they were open with me about the fact that they were loved my feet but they like it didn't it just amused me you know it wasn't really anything that occurred to me as like a fetish it was just like oh that's cute yeah (laughs) talking to my toes (laughs) talking not talking to my toes oh that's cute that is cute yeah yeah I was picturing like you know they they volunteered a massage for you or whatever but no they're talking to them yeah, 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 yeah. They talk to my toes, and <laughs> uh, yeah. So I never did anything with it for many, many years. And then uh, when I quit teaching, I kind of didn't know what to do with myself. Um, and it, we were still kind of coming out of the pandemic, and I was like, "Well, I." I think I have pretty nice feet. So I wonder if I could, you know, do like a foot only fans or something like that. And my husband takes really good pictures. Um, so he took a bunch of foot pictures for me and I started doing foot content. Um, and I was on a discord like that was over a few months of a lot of learning about how foot finder is a load of bullshit. And <laughs> Oh, do tell. I don't know anything about it's it. It's the site. 
that advertises like being, I guess, the safest and most legit for selling foot content, I guess. But I think it might just be that it's so super saturated by mm. now. But I've been on there for uh, over a year and a half, and I have yet to sell anything from there. Like what? <laughs> that's that's a, sounds like a little little scam situation there. Yeah. To be fair, also this was before I kind of got more braze braze. That's brave and brazen <laughs> smushed into one word. <laughs> braze. <Yes. laughs> so yeah, with my braze, <laughs> um, I I was just doing feet at the time, like not really including any much of the rest of my body, maybe some like leg. <laughs> and so granted, obviously, the more skin you show, the easier time you're going to have finding yeah. a following for yourself. Um, and so that also might have something to do with it, to be fair. So more power to any people who have had a lot of luck on Foot Finder. I am just not one of those people. <laughs> I'm not her. I don't know her. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that is not me. Um, yeah, but I was talking to a bunch of, um, I was on like a Discord, which was just one of the many tech things that I had to learn to get into this line of work. Um, but I was, we, I was on like a foot fetish Discord. So I was talking to a few other foot models about how it's really inconsistent income and they were like oh yeah we do this other thing on the side and they told me about um a site called night flirt oh yes okay phone sex yeah and texting as well yeah and i was like first of all that's still a thing i know <laughs> like, for it real. seems right <laughs> vintage right so yeah. crazy so um yeah i was and they, you know, told me that they actually had quite a bit of luck there. And I was like, oh, well, I bet I could do that. <laughs> so I eventually got brave enough to give it a try. And got brave enough. Yes, brave. <laughs> I got that brave up. <laughs> Coined it. It's I got now my a word. On. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, yeah, I found out I was really good at it. And uh, that it was a lot of fun. And I used to be a school librarian. So my librarian brain was kind of like, I need to learn all the things like kink and fetish and everything so that I can be informed and versatile and good at this and, you know, know what I'm talking about. And so I started researching kink and um, I have some friends. I'm a dancer and I have some dancer friends that... Uh, have always teased me that I missed my calling as a professional dominatrix. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, well, maybe I could do it like on the phone. <laughs> yes, Which yes. is really challenging, I found out, because um, it made less sense to me than doing it in person. Yes. Yeah. It, it's, it's hard. Like, I think. It's a trick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's like so many. Uh, nuances to it that make it so different from just being in a room yes. with a person that you really right? kind of need some tips and tricks or you need to kind of learn. Well, and even just learning, I feel like the fact that like I've literally everything on the phone is fantasy, right? So because I'm thinking of it as like, okay, you want someone to sort of control you and boss you around, but I can't see what you're doing. So how the fuck do I know if you're actually doing what I tell you to do? So what's the point? 
But yeah. then it like took me a while to grasp that like it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Phone. It doesn't matter. It's all a fantasy. Like, <laughs> yeah, some people are actually going to be doing it. And some people are just listening and jerking off while you're talking. Exactly. About yeah. And it's either cool. way, I get paid. So like, yes, it's okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. It is interesting yeah. when that happens, though, when you think they're doing one and they're doing the other. And it's like, oh, mm-hmm. got to switch for a second. You're not yep. you're actually yep. just sitting there not doing anything. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, or evidently I need to take this a little bit more seriously and get creative because you're actually like doing the things, it seems. So, yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so this is where Madame PF is kind of making a bit more of an Yes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, so I researched kink and ended up at a, I'm in the Seattle area and um, there's a nonprofit here called the CSPC, the Center for Sex Positive Culture. And so I went to one of their like newbie nights um, that has like a kink tasting and they're, they're a nonprofit that's sort of based on kink education and that sort of thing. So they, they have a dungeon of sorts. (laughs) If you picture a nonprofit dungeon and not like, you know, your fancy shiny. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Still though, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty great. Um, so I went there and I walked in and was just kind of like, I love everything about this. Like, this is fabulous. I'm not necessarily the kinkiest person, like to get off or whatever, but I love that it exists. I love that it's like playtime for grownups. And I love that it's all about informed negotiation and consent. Mm -hmm. And I love that like, it just is so it's all, it's limited by like your imagination. (laughs) And Yeah. yeah, I just think it's, it's fucking great. And I will I say on my blog, like, I will die on the hill that if it's all between consenting adults, you should be able to do whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. Yep. <laughs> yep. Not my kink, but you you get your freak on. <laughs> I love that. Um, and my first night there, it was either my first or my second time there, someone asked if they could worship my feet. And I was like, I don't know what that means. But sure. (laughs) A tentative yes. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, So they, you know, sat down at my feet while I was in a chair. And he kind of was like rubbing my arches and taking it kind of slow because I was, you know, clearly like, I don't know what's happening. (laughs) And (laughs) he like sticks my toes in his mouth. And so he's sucking on my toes and like rubbing my ankles and I was like oh this is kind of hot not gonna lie like this feels great and also he just had this look on his face that was just like bliss like sheer just zen you know and I was like oh my god this is really kind of lovely like this man is like it seems like he's scratching an itch that he is not usually able to access you know yeah and so I was like I want to do something with this like this is kind of fabulous and clearly I have like more than usually nice feet (laughs) so um modesty (laughs) I don't know I mean it's all subjective (laughs) but like Whatever, yeah. People like my feet. <laughs> They're great. <laughs> um, 
finding my husband was kind of like a little I, I think it all was kind of a whirlwind for him um like he felt a little bit like he was kind of being pulled along in my wake for some of this <laughs> bless him um because he's been <laughs> super supportive of all of it like he's just so happy to see me as like a happy functional human because I was not oh, by the time I finished teaching I was like a husk of a human oh gosh um, yeah, it was shit. Teaching is shit. If you know a teacher, hug them. <laughs> teaching is shit. Just straight it's up teaching is shit. It's the most garbage profession. Ugh. Oh, dear. It's so bad. It's oh, so bad. Oh, man. I was happy for, like, the first three years. Um, and I, I lasted nine. Wow. And, yeah, it was just more miserable progressively every year after that. And. There's just so much like shame and guilt built into the American public education system. Like if yeah. you if you do anything for yourself, it's obviously at at the expense of the children. So you don't care about the children. If you quit, you don't care about the children. If you do anything, yeah, yeah, it's the guilt. Just, it's wow. absolute garbage. And I'm done with it, frankly. The manipulation of it. <laughs> I did it. my time. Ugh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's yeah. bad, but. Life is much, much happier now. <laughs> and we love a supportive partner that helps you through that transition. Oh, my wow. God. Right. So Ideal. great. So his main concern when I was like, I kind of want to like do this whole foot thing <laughs> like yeah. in person, not just the pictures. <laughs> and he his main concern was just safety, you know, basically yep. like a valid concern. Yeah, definitely. Yep. The most valid, I would argue. Yep. Um, you know, not giving people my home address and still <laughs> like finding a place was probably the biggest hurdle. But um, I teamed up with a friend of ours who he used to work with, actually, um, who's a boudoir photographer. And so we shared the rent because that, that's her side hustle, the photography thing. So um yeah, we split the rent on her studio. And so it's my little foot haven. And I also can take all of my content pictures there, which is like an extra cherry on top. And she did my first boudoir shoot ever, which um, kind of turned into like a, side, a modeling side gig a little bit, um, which I'm still kind of dipping my toes into, no pun intended. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> Yeah. I appreciate that. Um, yeah. <laughs> that one goes <laughs> up a lot, shockingly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I that was like my safe my safe space to, you know, give people an address and say, you can, you know, come here and worship my feet. And now the biggest challenge is um, the marketing, I would say, because there's no real anyone who's ever been on like a directory site for seeing any kind of sex worker in person knows that you're usually either an escort or BDSM or like sensual massage, you know, whatever they want to call it. And I am none of those things. So um, I kind of just have to advertise myself as an escort and then make damn sure that it's like 100% clear <laughs> that I am not a full service escort. Mm -hmm. That's not what I provide. But um, I do specialize in other things. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Okay, that's the story, Morning Glory.
Yeah, and it's been super rewarding, honestly. Like, shockingly so, I think. Was it a surprise? Yeah, a bit. Um, I thought it would just be fun, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's also been very satisfying and, yeah, rewarding. Um, Just because... I mean, teaching is rewarding, too, obviously, but it's also very thankless and draining and demanding. And now I get the reward without, like, feeling like a fucking martyr. Wow. Yeah, that's really nice. (laughs) Yeah. Must be nice. Yeah. I get that. But I find there's, yeah, there's just, there's so much shame and embarrassment I mean, for a lot of people with kink in general, a lot of people not. And, you know, bully for you. That's great. But with foot fetish especially, I feel like it's still the butt of the joke a lot of the time um, in a lot of circles. Like, it's also becoming more accepted because it is fucking vast. Let's be honest. Like, it's a huge fetish, Um, especially since there's so many little, like, sub niches within, you know. Absolutely. But... I get so many people that are like, I've never, like, I've always known that I've been into feet and I've never gotten to do anything with it before. Or like, I've never even been able to like talk about this with anyone before. And I'm just like, well, welcome. Like, (laughs) this is my safe space. And now it is, you know, your playground. So (laughs) here's some perfect feet for you. And, uh, Get, to, get down to business. Start exploring. Get to it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, I have so many questions. There's so many things about what you were saying. First things first, I think you mentioned like that kind of first foot scene you did um, where they were like, can I worship your feet? And it was like, I, I mean the most valid response to that ever of being like, okay, I don't totally know what that means, but like I'm you know, I'm trepidatiously game. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because like what I'm sure you learned is like worship can mean a thousand different things. It's so personal and subjective. Definitely. Right. Yes. So it's like, that's the first question I get when anybody brings any kink to me, any activity that they want to do. I'm like, okay, what does this look like to you? What does, what does that mean? mean? To yeah. You? Yeah. What do you mean by that is like the first clarifying question because like, yeah, I've done hundreds of different foot scenes for instance you know let alone Mm -hmm. every other activity you can do a hundred different ways as well (laughs) right so um I'm wondering like what's your process to understand like what they mean by their the terms that they bring to you how do you kind of distill that into giving them exactly what they want so if it's somebody I usually finding out if they have any experience like with the fetish and or working with a provider before, um, especially if they've worked with a pro dom, um, people tend to know sort of what they're into or what what specifically they want to try, you know? And so yep. that's always, that always makes it way easier. Um, and plus then a lot of them can give me a reference, which I just love because that helps with screening so much. <laughs> yeah. But um, if there's someone like I was saying, who has no experience and is just like, I just know that I love feet. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Then um, I kind of 
usually they're super nervous, like, like hands shaking nervous a lot of the time. Um, so it's more a question of just putting them at ease first and, you know, like, I'm not going to bite you. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to make <laughs> you do anything space. you don't want to do. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. then I'm kind of just saying I'm, I'm putting it out there. Like, this is what a lot of people enjoy doing. Um, like we'll start out fairly, I'll start them out fairly vanilla and just kind of, you know, let me put my feet in your lap. Like you can take my shoes off if you want to, you can start to like rub them if you want to, you know, taste my toes or whatever and knock yourself out. That's totally acceptable. Um, and then from there, I think from like, from porn and that sort of thing, people might sort of start to get an inkling of things that they might want to try or just hearing me um, just I'll, I'll start to talk about, you know, other clients that I have or, you know, my regulars or whatever. And just sort of whether whether everything that I'm saying is 100 percent accurate or not, it just kind of gives them an idea of like, yeah, there's like a vast like there's a wide world of this fetish and you are welcome to explore any of it but I'm not forcing any of it on you and it's not like normal or abnormal for you to be into or opposed to any of it. Just, you know, here's, That's here's your nice smorgasbord. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I like for somebody who clearly truly has no idea, multiple choice is like the best way I, I think. To yeah. Kind of... With no wrong answer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. Multiple choice, but with no wrong answer. And like, um, because most people, when they hear it, or they hear you describe it, then they're like, oh, yeah, that one. That just gives them an access point, yeah, at least, exactly. to like, kind of yeah. start to know. Or they'll try it, and then they'll be like, nope, that's not for me. And it's like, that's cool. Like, yeah. if you want to try something else, that's fine. I've had one or two people, like, leave early, because they're just like, you know what? Like, this isn't getting me off like it does in porn. And I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, cool. Like that's a fa some fantasy is supposed to stay fantasy and that's fine. Yeah, that's so. an interesting one because um, I feel like a part, a big part of like our work is like to try and balance both, right? Engage the fantasy mm -hmm. while you're you're sitting in reality, you're grounded in reality. Yeah, like, exactly. Kind of and I am very much a human, so you need to yep. still treat me as such. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, and yeah. to try and kind of give them both, especially if they're only reference point is like some specific video they saw it's mm -hmm. like okay well I'm a human in the room with you now I'm not you know yep. the whatever the actress on screen was that yes is doing yeah. exactly what you want or the woman in your brain who's you know yes <laughs> who y literally you are making her do everything um yes I'm not in your brain I'm not in your head I'm not in your fantasy so like how can we try and create a compromise here of like, you try to communicate me as best you can what you're looking for. And I can kind of do it because I'm the pro. So I have experience in this and like, I have a lot to add here. So it's like, mm -hmm. how can we balance those things of like, yeah, trying to replicate, replicate whatever fantasy you're needing if you're wanting it replicated, you know, to some yeah. specific reference, but also like allow me to, you know, do me and bring my experience and my perfect yes. feet into the scenario, you know? Yeah. It's a tough one. It and like, tough. it's been great to 
have worked with people that have experience too because I've learned so much from them because you know like you can research foot fetish <laughs> with your librarian brain or yes. whatever yeah but exactly. you still you know you can only get so much from it and then you're left to just experience you know like yeah like experiential learning versus yeah yeah and so I had to do a lot of that um so I bet you understand that when clients, you know, are on that learning curve as well, I bet you're like, you know, that that was your journey, too. So it's like, I get mm-hmm. how, you know, things might look different when you're watching a video or reading up on it versus actually doing it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I almost, I almost like pity my first couple of clients, although one <laughs> of them is still my most long run. I think my second ever client is still someone I see regularly. Oh, regularly. well, you are fine then. He is a dear, lovely human. I adore him. But like, <laughs> you know, I'm trying, I'm not advertising that I'm new to this or anything because then you're just asking to be taken advantage of right so I'm definitely trying to fake it till I make it and have no no fucking idea what I'm doing (laughs) 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 so that was yeah it was an amusing start (laughs) I bet Um, yeah. And then this other thing that I absolutely love, this whole thing you keep bringing up of like your librarian brain, like the fact that you're like <laughs> a sex nerd, a kink nerd, and that like you really, your instinct is to like research the hell out of it before, you know, diving in. Like, I just appreciate that so much. Because like, I don't know, that's what I tend to do as well. Like, I want to know, I just want to know more and more and more. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. I love learning shit. Yeah. And like, you know, in a field like this, you can never stop learning. Each client, you're going to learn something new from, like, like you just said, right? Like totally. And everybody kind of wants to do it in their personal, nuanced, you know, unique way. And it's like, oh, you do Mm -hmm. it like that. Oh, wow. Okay. I never thought of it that way. Just like, yeah, that, that thing of, you know, every day's a school day because like, and that's what, <laughs> yeah. that's why I'm going to stay here. That's why I've been here a long time and I'm going to stay here a long time because it's just like so endlessly interesting to keep learning in that way, you know? The Bedpost Podcast is sponsored by Come As You Are. Founded as a worker-owned cooperative, Come As You Are has a fundamentally anti-capitalist and feminist approach to sexual pleasure, health, and education. Come As You Are doesn't profit from your pleasure and only stocks products that they truly love and believe in. Come As You Are has been voted best sex shop in Toronto since 1997. Check them out at comeasyouare.com or 254 Augusta Avenue in Toronto's own Kensington Market. We are also sponsored by Club M4 Toronto. Club M4 is the largest sexually charged lifestyle club in the GTA. And now you can go to their website, www.clubm4.com. But one of my favorite things to do is to go on Instagram at Club M4 Events and check out what they have going on. So just scrolling through here, we have Wednesday afternoon play party, game night, threesome Fridays, sexy lingerie, Club M4's fetish fantasy, and New Year's Eve glitz and glamour. 
If anything looks interesting and you want to check it out, head on down to Club M4 at 1989 Dundas Street, Mississauga. Obvious, well, maybe not obviously, I don't know, but there tends to be a fair amount of crossover between foot fetish and submission. Um, like being submissive. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you well, probably yeah. know this. But. Yes, this is a great topic. Yes, yeah. Foot fetishes yeah. versus like a submissive. Let's, yeah, let's Yeah, talk. they let's don't talk. always go hand in hand, no, but there is a fair amount of crossover. And so I got a lot of sort of demands for, um, I got a lot of people requesting uh, dominance from me and, you know, the femdom aspect of things. And I think, especially at first with the the humiliation degradation thing I just I couldn't I was like I don't I don't know how to I think I don't know if it's because I came from the world of middle school where you're constantly working to build people up and you know like develop self-esteem and just kind of flipping that on its head I like I was like I don't I don't understand this yet I can't do this and so I I waited a while because I started following a bunch of pro doms on Twitter and you know I got I'm, I'm very involved on FetLife and stuff and uh, I saw a lot of pro doms kind of complaining about quote-unquote baby doms coming to them just like mentor me please like tell me all the things and I've done no work on my own but just hand it to me right and I was like <laughs> um yeah. I'm gonna not be one of those people Good on <laughs> preferably you. Yeah, so I waited a while and I saw a Twitter post um, and it's sort of the more that I read about dominance and just DS and femdom, I was like, there is a lot here. Like this is very nuanced and very like requires just a shitload of responsibility and it's all psychology and like if I want to be competent at this, like I'm I'm not. <laughs> so yeah. I have no business doing this right now. Right. And uh I saw a Twitter post. So I just I just always was like, nope, I'm sorry, I don't I don't really offer any of that right now. Like my space is not conducive to it, which is very true. There's very little sound insulation in my studio. It's the one downside. I hate it. Um, but yeah, you can smack a crop in there and hear it all the way down the hallway at the third tattoo shop. So (laughs) yeah. Um, but I saw a tweet from, uh, a pro dom in Seattle, um, called Miss Catherine Control. She is fucking fabulous. Um, and she was saying that she had just finished a coaching session with a woman and that she was very rewarded by it and loved kind of helping women sort of find their, I guess, like their, their place in the, the femdom, you know, kaleidoscope, I guess, and that she hoped that she got to do it more. And I was like, oh, fuck, I think this is the universe telling me that I need to like get my ass in gear and sort of start to pursue this a little bit more. <laughs> I love it. So, <laughs> so I took my time and crafted like a very thoughtful email to her and I was trying to be brief and I suck at that (laughs) 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 brevity might be the soul of wit but it is not my strongest suit (laughs) um but I was like hey here's who I am here's my background here's like what I'm doing and what I want to maybe be doing and I truly like 
there's a lot of uncertainty with, you know, what I'm hoping to get out of this, but I, I want to know more. And so I'm hoping that I could do like a training session with you um, and that maybe you can kind of help me sort out my shit, mm -hmm. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> and uh, so she was very, very welcoming. And she actually told me that like between my teaching background and the fact that I was already a sex worker and had already put in like a bunch of you know, research and that mm -hmm. sort of thing that um, she would, in fact, be happy to offer me a scholarship. Um, and I was just very humbled and touched. And she just continues to humble me and make me, you know, super grateful all the time. Because um, she, after that, we we just hit it off really easily the first time that I met with her. Um, and she said that she had kind of been casually, I guess, keeping an eye out for someone that sort of inspired her to mentor. And she had found that person. And I was just like, Aww. are you sure, though? <laughs> That's so nice. Yeah. She's absolutely just, yeah, she's a wonderful human. Um I always enjoy her feed. I don't I don't know her personally, but she seems absolutely lovely. Yeah, she's great. Um she did uh, she interviewed for the Good Pain podcast, um mm -hmm. if you're familiar with it, and it's a it's a solid fucking episode. <laughs> <laughs> she's fascinating. Um and she specializes in hypno. That's yes. like her her favorite thing. Um, which she has sort of just started getting me into. I just made my first hypno recording, my first Ooh. audio file for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I stuck with what I knew for that one. So it's it's called feet. So You're Not Into Feet. <laughs> <laughs> how perfect. Right? Oh, my God. How perfect. <laughs> Wow. So I've kind of just been dipping my toe again, Once no again. pun intended. <laughs> yeah. Into like a little bit of everything with her. I've gotten to do two duo three duo sessions with her now, sort of apprentice style, I guess. Um, and they have all been just so much fun. I got you know, I tried fisting for the first time and electro play and Oh, God, what else did we do? She has a trampoline table, so I got to use that, and that was so much nicer. That and having hard points overhead, it was so much more, like, pleasant than trying to trample someone just, like, underfoot balancing on the radiator in my studio. <laughs> Especially if you're wearing heels. Like, it's really hard to balance while oh, you're I walking on a body. In heels. Yeah, I can't. I, I, I won't. I'm like, I have nothing to hold on to. This is not safe. No. Yeah. <laughs> my ankles are too valuable to me. <laughs> yeah. My friend Lethal, we did like a little photo shoot re recently and she had these like nine inch pleasers boots. Oh, God. And yeah. She was like, oh, I don't like wear these. Like some client gave them to me to do a session with him. And she was like, he wanted me to trample him in these. She's mm -hmm. like no that's not like yeah it's, no it's literally no like I will I will so badly hurt myself like you can't yes. 
you don't realize how I that's again that thing of translating the fantasy into reality right it's like yeah in reality someone can't wear I mean if there's someone listening that can do this but like right? you know, most <laughs> most people can't wear nine inch boots and walk yes. on a body unassisted like no right it just doesn't it's not it doesn't make sense it's not yeah I need like know. parallel bars on either side of you or yeah. at least like something to hold on to above me or yeah, whatever but above. yeah 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 so the trampling table was great <laughs> I definitely added that to my wish list yes as you should definitely <laughs> yeah so I'm curious as you're like exploring dominance if you are mostly staying in the foot realm um, you mentioned trampling, like, are you doing other things with feet? Like, I know some people do insertable stuff with their feet, um, or even just like foot gagging and stuff like that. Um, or, or wham, like splooshing foot stuff, people eating oh, yeah. stuff off your feet. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So that sort of thing I've done in my own studio because it doesn't really require like special equipment, you know, um, so if it if it is something like that that can be done, um, then that's fine. If it requires special equipment or is like particularly noisy, then it has to be. Then I'm like, you can book a duo session with me and my mentor, or uh, like potentially, you know, there's some. She is now kindly offered me use of her dungeon space for sessions of my own, um, but the the scheduling has usually been enough to kind of uh, deter <laughs> yeah that that sort of booking so far but yeah I I've done the splooshing I've had I have uh I have a client that likes to go to like the bakery before he comes to the studio and Ooh, get a pie you know cake or whatever oh, or yeah. pie or whatever and you know have me squish it and then he can eat it off my feet and that's just delightful to me I think <laughs> how about okay how about people that want like here's something that sometimes I struggle with I'm a person I'm like a two shower a day gal I I shower hot showers like it's part of it does so many things for me like mentally emotionally physically (laughs) like I need a hot shower at the end of the day I need one to start my day like I have an issue when people request like super smelly feet from me because like yeah I can't go without showering just for like my mental health but also like Mm -hmm. I don't know I'm a person that showers very often just for cleanliness too so I'm always like I struggle with the smelly feet requests a little bit because I'm like Mm -hmm. I don't I don't know like I can walk around with no shoes in like you know my workout sneakers but I don't even think I don't know I'm also not really willing to disrupt my whole day to accommodate like a smelly foot request what are your thoughts yeah I get that yeah because you're like I have to do all of this shit just for so you can get off like yeah and I'm not getting paid for the prep maybe I do need to get paid for the prep then that'll make me feel better about it yeah I think I think you know charging the extra for the prep is legit but um for me it's actually like a it's more of a I can't like I so I have a, a circulation disorder I have Raynaud's syndrome and so it makes my hands and feet very often cold so I they don't sweat all that much and when okay, they do sweat 
they don't smell very strongly. Like my my feet just don't produce a whole lot of stench. I actually recently <laughs> wrote a blog post about this because um, I just feel like so many people sort of just assume that, you know, like, oh, when you can I see you when you get back from the gym and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, OK, well, for one thing, I fucking hate the gym. Same. I'm like, I, yeah, I'm like, I don't work out. That's never like. So now I have yeah, to make this dance. special trip to the gym or something, which I don't like. So I'm doing that for you. No, like, you no, know I mean? not unless you want to pay hella extra. But yeah, dancing is my cardio and like yoga and stuff. And so I have made I've made a like workaround because I have one very, very regular client who is into smelly feet, but not so much like stench, just the smell of feet, I guess. So they have to have a smell to them. So when I know that he's booking with me, um, I'll just I keep like a, a pair of dirty socks in my dance bag mm-hmm. and I sort of refresh them from time to time <laughs> and wear them again <laughs> out dancing and then I kept my old retired dance shoes and so I'll wear the socks in the shoes for a couple of hours before I see him and then wear them to the session so he can like take them off of my feet and that seems to do the trick for him because he keeps coming back. So, <laughs> well, there you go. That's a good trick. Yeah, yeah. just have like, yeah, I kind of do that, I guess, with the one pair of shoes that I guess must be my smelliest shoes. But I don't know. <laughs> Same thing. I don't. I don't think I'm really giving that much. You know, as far as. Yeah, like there's but... there's not a whole lot of stench there. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> interesting. Yeah, have you ever had? Do you have like um requests for like no nail polish, like no toenail polish, or like a specific color? And how do you feel about like requests like that as well? As far I don't get them often. I've actually never had a request for natural nails. Weirdly enough. Okay. Um, and granted, like. I mean, I'm sure you know this, like the the sex work world is not the most consistent of incomes always because it depends upon, you know, the, the luxury income of others. Yep. So and especially being super niche, um, like business is not always steady for me, um, which is sense. another thing. It's normal. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. And I, I I could go into that more, but <laughs> I would I would go off on a tangent. But um <laughs> yeah, I I haven't gotten the natural nails request and if someone has a request for a specific color, then I just request that they um pay for the pedicure beforehand. Like that's if, what I was going to say. If that's what say, you want, I will go yes. get the pedicure, but it's coming out of your pocket, not mine. So Good. Yeah, cuz some people also request like a freshly pedicured foot. And it's mm-hmm. like, well, sir, you know, I'd be happy to get my feet pampered, but yeah, you're footing the, the bill. Money? Yeah. <laughs> you're footing the bill. <laughs> yeah, you're footing the bill. So good. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, God. So I imagine like your feet are like in pretty immaculate condition, though, just in general. If you're doing foot sessions regularly, is that like a motivator to keep everything like filed and soft and moisturized and painted and all Definitely. That. Yeah. Yeah. I do my best. Like being a dancer and enjoying running around barefoot, which I, I don't let myself do as often anymore as I used to. Um, I still have some 
like small calluses, you know, but they're never like, like I go get pedicures with a friend fairly regularly who she has to, they have to get the cheese grater out, you know, for her heels and stuff. Absolutely. And I, I've, I'm not that person. They, they don't get that calloused. So, um, yeah, they're, they're in pretty good shape. <laughs> I always find this thing funny of like, you know, foot fetishists that enjoy like heels, right? And mm-hmm. just how counterintuitive it is because heels destroy feet, you know? Yes. They create crazy calluses and like... Fuck I always, with your bone structure. Yeah, like they can f- totally like change the shape of your feet, like bunions and stuff, right? It's like... Mm-hmm. Um, so this thing of asking, you know, to wear heels that are you know, that are actually going to fuck up your feet. It's like, there's, it's like so contradictory to me. You know what I mean? I'm like, you love feet, but wait, but what? Like, yeah, totally. Yeah. 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 But my feet are in pain. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Thank, thanks for that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I did 15 years of ballet as a kid and I still consider myself so lucky that I never did point because I would have destroyed my feet. Oh, so. absolutely. You would not be in this career right now. <laughs> nope. If you did not point. at all. Yeah. I also have a um, ballet background, too. Um, and I kind of contribute nice. some of my lack of mobility in my toes and stuff to that. But I don't know. how. Oh, is. yeah. Did you yeah. do point? No, I didn't yeah. do point. But like, still, oh, I don't okay. know. I can't really go on relevé very much like at all. So for me to get in a heel is kind of it's kind of be a very specific type of heel. Because I can't yeah. really put lots of weight, like, on my big toes like that. Oof. But, yeah. 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 So do you have, like, do you have an extensive shoe collection? Like, are you mostly a barefoot girly, like, as far as your sessions? Or, like, do you have all these different heels and shoes and boots and stuff? I tend to be more barefoot for sessions. Um or like flip-flops, that sort of thing. I do, like, I keep a pair of heels at my studio, and I have had guys buy me um, specific shoes. I still don't have any, like, high-rolling foot boy that has bought me a pair of, like, red soles or anything like that, or Jimmy Choo's. Yeah, nothing like that yet. Um, Okay, well, if anyone's listening. (laughs) Right? And it's funny because I did, I just did a... um, like a femdom or a findom workshop with Princess Callie. And um, I was like, oh, maybe eventually I'll get my red sauce. <laughs> I think that's a reasonable goal for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm still, I still feel very new to the industry and like still figuring my shit out. And it's funny too, because I feel like like a lot of my friends I'm very open about what I do like everyone that I know aside from my parents and my in-laws know what I do and it's kind of it's like a it's like a litmus test for people almost it's like yep this is what I do and if you don't like it then we don't have to be friends and that's fine Mm -hmm. but um I have a lot of friends that tell me that I'm very brave for doing this and it's so much more about privilege than bravery I feel like just because I can afford to fail like we're still we're not gonna not eat if I don't work for a week you know like 
it's not it's not the bravery thing it's the privilege thing i'm a white girl with a master's degree and <laughs> a husband who like makes a decent living and yeah yeah but, it's important um, to say that yeah yeah and you know absolutely no shade to anyone who does it because they have does any kind of sex work because they have to but oh my god of um, course yeah yeah i am not one of those people <laughs> yeah. but i do get like this um this thing that you learned along the way of having to it's a good very good tip to have to diversify your income because it's so inconsistent as you mentioned it's like yeah you know if in-person foot sessions aren't happening at least i've got like my only fans or my custom mm-hmm. videos or definitely you know, something that's uh, at least a monthly, you know, sum that's coming in that if yeah, I don't have budding domination yeah, apprenticeship. My, <laughs> yes, my apprenticeship, for instance. Yeah. So like, and I think most, you know, I, I'm going to go ahead and say, I think most or at least a lot of sex workers, you know, are doing, um, are doing multiple kind of platforms, multiple things like that. It's Definitely. just part of our sex worker hustle that you kind of got to do yeah it's what yeah. you got to do yeah because it's all a hustle and yeah that's that's what it's about especially since like and again this goes back to privilege like i screen the shit out of my clients if you're somebody who wants to remain anonymous like i will not see you that's not that's not how i do so like there's so many i probably turned down like 70% of the inquiries that I get because people don't want to screen or they don't want to pay a deposit or I just like get a shit vibe from them and yeah. you know then it's just like that that cuts down a lot of income too because it's just like no I won't see you <laughs> I don't want to deal with you frankly <laughs> yeah it's the privilege of being able to choose your work exactly yeah, ch- yeah. to say no if you want to or totally yeah yeah and screening you're so right like how you screen because everybody screens totally differently right Mm -hmm. um and it can very much be like well how much do i need this money right now you know yeah maybe someone that like if i was booked if i was booked and blessed maybe i wouldn't even reply to this but eh, it's been a couple weeks since i had a session maybe i will answer that hey text Yep, one hundred percent. Yep. Maybe I will. Yeah. 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 Um oh, maybe um since we thought of this, we talked about this a little earlier. What's like the biggest learning curve maybe that you encountered going from like online sex work to in person sessions? God, I feel like there's just been a huge learning curve like just with phone sex on its own. Um, cause I still do a lot of that. Like I spend a lot of time on night flirt, um, for the, the everyday, the day to day income. Yeah. Um, yeah. and I still enjoy it, but the biggest learning curve. So maybe what is the biggest difference between the two, maybe between fo- phone sex and in-person sessions? I think the whole fantasy aspect, like adjusting to the fact that like, literally nothing that you talk about on the phone has to be real and that's okay like that's almost expected from some people and from other people like when I first started on Night Flirt people advised me to create a character and like know it and own it and you know embody it and stick with it and I was like that sounds awful 
and I'm gonna be me and riff on that and hopefully that will work and it seems to be sort of a niche that I made for myself um, and also because you know ex-English teacher I write my listings the way that I write and I am a decent writer so I tend to sort of attract the more sapiosexual crowd on Night Flirt that mm -hmm. like to have conversations which I very much prefer and enjoy <laughs> yeah um, I always find that like you know I get people that make multiple personas say on Night Flirt or Sex Panther or whatever um you know to you know because you're kind of doubling or tripling if you think of three characters you know, a dominant character, a girl next door character, and, uh, you know, whatever, a MILF maybe. But for me, I'm at the point where, like, my brand is kind of just me. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Because I have I've all settled. of those things, mm -hmm. and I'm still – they're just, like, you know, aspects of me, <laughs> I guess, yeah, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I prefer it that way. Yeah, same. I like to bring – I'm sure there's, you know, there's a line to this, but I feel, I feel like I, it's the most rewarding when I can be more authentic. I can exist a little more authentically in this world. Definitely. That's when I feel kind of the best, I think. Yes. 100% agree. Yeah. And I get how that And can, I feel like a lot of people appreciate that too. Yeah. 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 People, yeah. And people are drawn to different things, right? You know, if they want if they want that, then they're going to come to me. If they don't want that, then they're going to come to somebody that where it's a little more curated yes. and um, narrowed, like, um, you know, their marketing is a bit more like yeah, for niche definitely. or something. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, for me, I'm just like, if you like me, book me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, totally. Yeah. Yep. If not, then there's loads of other people out there. <laughs> yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I am not the only hot girl on the internet by any stretch of the imagination, not even so take bit. your pick. <laughs> okay, so maybe we'll finish with talking about some of your favorite activities, because we talked about a lot of different foot stuff and some of new mm -hmm. things that you were doing in the domination kind of apprenticeship that you're doing. But like, what are maybe your top three activities that you like to do? Um, I mean, getting a good foot massage is hands down, like the, my favorite part Hell of my yeah. job. I fucking yeah. love it. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> okay. Can I say what makes, how do, what makes a good massage, foot massage? Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, enthusiasm is, is always great. And like, you know, knowing how much pressure is like too much. And I find that people that you know, like giving foot massages enough to have actually done some work into learning how to give a good foot massage. That. I'll obviously give the best ones. So <laughs> shocking, I know. Yeah, like it's kind of remarkable. It's kind of remarkable to me how some foot fetishists, foot fetishists will come in there or foot submissives will come in there and not give a good massage and I get it subjective yes. but I'm like no one but this is a bad no one wants this one this oh my massage. god like so how can you be obsessed with feet <laughs> and not yes. put in some time to figure out how to do a good massage oh, oh my, my god mind. so I went to my first rave last weekend I think it was last weekend two weekends uh -huh. ago maybe I don't know um so my feet are like dying and I had a client the next morning at 1130. So granted, not 
super early, but I had I got home at like 4 a.m., you yeah. know? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, at least I can get a good foot massage out of this. And the motherfucker is like all about <laughs> humiliation and not at all about like my pleasure, pleasure or massaging my feet and gave shit foot massage. I was like, Ugh. God damn it. <laughs> this is not okay. When I needed you I most, here? you failed right? me. <laughs> Hey, okay, so Uh, did you pivot and start humiliating him about that? Because I would have. I'm still... I would have been like, this is a shit massage. You are... Yes, definitely. Your Your massage skills are seriously lacking. Yeah, Yeah. I did. I'm still still adjusting to... I've gotten better at humiliation, um, definitely, with more reading and understanding... Um, Princess Callie to the rescue again actually she has a wonderful book about erotic humiliation mm, but nice. um, yeah but I still struggle with it a lot but I, I did my best and I definitely like it was definitely sincere oh my God. <laughs> about yeah. that particular aspect but my shots are shit that's when my humiliatrix <laughs> comes out the most authentically I think when you wait for them to do something that's so stupid you know what I mean like yeah then you do it like I'm not gonna just keep doing it I don't know anything about you you haven't displayed that you're an idiot yet but oh boy when you do like I'm gonna jump right on it you know <laughs> then it feels it apart then it feels real you know it feels authentic. yeah yeah it's still though because I'm naturally a very sort of I guess forgiving person I think just hanging you know being stuck with tweens every day just sort of makes you very uh I don't know I don't yeah I'm just kind of like okay whatever like you you do you so yeah I'm kind of having to pick people apart a bit more carefully and be more attuned to it too in order to get better at that yeah absolutely yeah okay what would a number what would a number two favorite activity be? You know, I really enjoyed fisting more than I expected to. Oh, amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had such a great time with that. It was a duo session with Catherine. And I was just like, I got into this guy up to my elbow. And I was like, dude. Hell yeah. I'm inside your colon right now. Like, that's <laughs> I'm in crazy. your fucking stomach. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's nuts yeah it was that was pretty fun um although I haven't done it since because again my studio is not suited to it yep and what would a quick number three be for fave activities oh gosh I do like the the food squishing getting that eaten off my feet that kind of cracks me up I get I get a kick out of that oh my god get a kick out of it (laughs) can't stop won't stop I can't right (laughs) What is your favorite food to have eaten off your feet? Chocolate cake. Oh, yeah. With fudge frosting. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. When somebody buys a cake like that, do you get to, do you reserve a little slice or a little piece that you could just have? Cause so, so I'm gluten intolerant. (laughs) Same, same, same. Yes. So I definitely will take like a a fingerful of frosting off of the top for I sure. Yeah. Um, oh, get them to do a gluten free cake. Fuck them. They oh, can, that'd they be can great. Figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> then you can have a little slice. You can enjoy that. Was, I think those are my favorite sessions where I've had like foot 
food stuff happening where like someone yeah. brought chocolate for me and then they ate chocolate off my feet so I could be eating at the same time they were. It's like we're sitting down and having a meal together. Romance, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's cute. Cute. Although <laughs> the guy that I'm thinking of that usually does that, he's not particularly submissive. Like he doesn't come to me as a dom. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just uh, – and like – Usually when I'm in my studio, yeah, I don't default to Dom because I know that there's not, you know, that they're not always together. And I find that I I honestly get, I feel like more newbies that way because they feel like I'm a safer option almost. I'm not scary because I'm not the the big scary Dom and I'm also not a full service person. Um, which is also scary for some, I guess, for whatever yeah, reason. And so, yeah. Um, yeah, I get a lot of people who have never seen a provider of any kind before because I'm somehow the safer option. And so, yeah, for, for a lot of them, it's not I'm it's I'm not in a position to make like Dom esque demands. <laughs> yeah. That's not what they're there for. So, yeah, sadly, I, I hear you sadly. Well, save it for the, the duos. Exactly. Get, get someone to buy a gluten-free cake for a duo at some point soon. Yes. Okay, amazing. PF, we have we're at the hour, believe it or not. We just chatted well, away. Easy, right? It's been a slice. Yes. Yeah, it's been totally. a slice of cake that someone's eating off her feet. Yes. And it and it's celiac friendly. Um, yes. Okay, tell us all the places where people could find, follow you, book you, buy your content, all that good stuff. Yeah, um, I think the the easiest and most straightforward that's not going to make me remember all of the variations of my name for usernames is just my website, which is madamepf.com. And it's the French spelling. So it's M-A-D-A-M-E-P-I-A-F.com. Perfect. Everything's there. All of my links are there. Yes, everything. Okay, for me, folks, I'm at the Lady Pim One on Twitter. That's where I'm the most active. I'm also on TikTok for some reason at the Lady Pim. You want to go on (laughs) Instagram? I'm at the Lady Pim. At the Bedpost Podcast is over there. Uh, Since this is the podcast, I want to tell you about the Patreon. It's Patreon.com/slash The Bedpost Show. The YouTube channel for The Bedpost Show is also being rejuvenated. I'm gonna be in the studio once a month. And um, next, I've got Goddess Freya Faye in the studio. We're recording that this week, um, and that'll come out a bit later. And then I never like to go an episode without thanking the lovely lady who does all the original music for my podcast. Her name is Stephanie Copeland. P.F., this has been such a lovely freaking conversation. Your uh, open invitation. Love to have you back anytime. Oh, ditto. I'm happy to come back. Everyone, we (laughs) will see you next week with another fun and sex guest here on the Bedpost Podcast, talking about sex and sexuality. Until then, get fucked, everybody. Goodbye. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 